Welcome to the HP Wide Format Print Lab, Graphic Designer Edition. This is your hub for innovation in large format print technology, where you can find meaningful print solution interviews, useful tips and strategies to streamline and increase your productivity for your print business and your customers. Let's get started with this print journey and see how big ideas and big prints come to life with an HP DesignJet printer. Now here are your hosts, the HP print experts, Mindy Fink and Eddie Anderson. Welcome back to our HP Wide Format Print Lab. I'm your host, Mindy Fink. Today we will discuss building a design jet. We will take a peek behind the curtain on how our marketing, engineering, category, and development teams work together with customers to make the best wide format products with so much detail and care. For example, how HP is always mindful of engineering our products to be the best fit for people with disabilities. We will have a couple HP experts joining us for this discussion. As always, we have our HP expert, Eddie Anderson, with us. Hey, Eddie, how are you? Oh, hey, Mindy, I'm doing great. And thanks again for that intro. You know, Mindy, this is another fun one for me because I always want to know how things work, like what goes behind making a machine such as a design jet. I have been known to binge watch uh, documentaries on how things are made. And I know that making a design jet is quite the feat. There's just no time to talk about all the facets in just one podcast. But I think we have some great ones to highlight. And with us today is the perfect team to talk about some of the great things and amazing feats to get a design jet made to fit the needs of customers. We have a lot of teams that put thought into a design jet. We have hardware engineers in Barcelona, assembly lines in Singapore, quality control teams that fly out to sites globally to make sure everything is just right, an ink development department in San Diego, safety engineers to make sure this machine is going to work properly, accessibility project managers for everyone, network engineers, software firmware engineers, which by the way, they have teams inside of them to develop security features. We have sustainability project managers, a legal department, product compliance departments, logistics and supply chain managers, testing and reliability labs that test the durability of our machines and inks. We even have a department that engineers the packaging of all of our design jets to both be recyclable, lightweight, and get the printer out to the customer safely in a pristine condition. We even go to third-party companies like Wilhelm for ink durability testing. You know, at HP, we try to think of everything needed to meet the customer's needs, expectations, and give them a great experience with our design jets. Now, in every region in the globe, there are individuals who get to see all of these departments and their working parts and watch them all work in harmony to get out the perfect wide format printer. We are very lucky to have one of these in North America and even luckier that we were able to rope them in today's podcast. Listeners, I'd like to introduce you, Greg Cockler. Thanks, Eddie. It's great to be able to join uh, the podcast with the team. Uh, as Eddie mentioned, my name is Greg Cockler, and I work within the product category management team in Americas for HP DesignJet. One of the important roles that we have here in the Americas region is to collect field sales inputs about custom requirements and experiences as they continually evolve. And then what we do is we share these developing customer requirements with our development partners in Barcelona in an effort to introduce changes to current products uh, and or influence future product requirements definitions. When we learn about customer requirements, 
we tend to emphasize the entire spectrum of a customer workflow experience uh, and subsequently influence several different organizations involved in the development process of an HP design jet. And that's just a lot to do there. Um, so, Greg, do you have an example or two that you have seen recently where our design jets have made a great impact to customers? Sure, Eddie. Let's uh, go ahead and start with an example about file management. Okay. Customers typically initiate their printing experience with the development of a file, which may come uh, in several different formats. For example, it could be a PDF, a JPEG, a TIFF, uh, or a PNG type file uh, mm-hmm. on their PCs or their Macs. The initial key to a positive customer printing experience is to then easily transition that file to a print. Admittedly, Eddie, at one time, this particular experience may have been challenging. However, HP software teams in Barcelona carefully examined this customer experience uh, and developed a simple software-based solution for HP DesignJet called HP Click. So HP Click allows customers to not first preview their drawing and then literally with one click uh, of the mouse send their file to a design jet printer for printing. In addition to that simple workflow, uh, customers can print without a driver. They can print multi-page, multi-file PDFs. Uh, They can optimize media usage and cost with features like automatic nesting, manual rotation, reordering of pages, etc. Now, in addition to a simple file transition software such as HP Click, on the other side of the coin for the most sophisticated file printing requirements, our HP software partners uh, work with external third-party partners to qualify and certify RIPs. That's a pretty wide gamut. That's a lot that goes on. Uh, You know, and I can never say enough about HP Click, Uh, certainly how simple and intuitive it is to use. And I also know that mobile printing is gaining popularity. Um, So, Greg, what kind of innovations has HP created around mobile printing? Great question, Eddie. Uh, Actually, mobile printing can be quite complex in the context of thinking about uh, the overall customer large format uh, printing ecosystem. Uh, Our HP mobility team carefully studied various use uh, use models tied Mm -hmm. to customer mobility printing requirements. Um, The result is a suite of HP mobile printing options. Uh, which includes some things such as follows. A customer can directly print from their iOS or Android OS device to a large format printer. Mm -hmm. In addition, a customer can easily connect their mobile device uh, to the same network as the printer, and the printer may reside on a LAN or wireless network as an example. Right. In addition, if a customer is remote in a remote location, as an example, they can go ahead and send an email directly to uh, the printer with a file attached. The printer will actually receive that email uh, and actually go ahead and subsequently print the file. Finally, the other thing the mobility team looked at was the ability for customers to scan and share to different repositories, such as Dropbox, Google Drive, um, using what is known as an HP Smart App. Quite, okay. on, quite honestly, the development capabilities delivered by this particular group of our R&D lab amaze me in terms of their simplicity uh, and ease of use. Uh, these folks are like magicians. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And speaking of ease of use, I know that our engineers have worked directly with customers who use wide format printers constantly. I think we even have invited some to the Barcelona engineer labs. 
Do you have an example of where a customer's need has been integrated directly into a design jet? Most definitely. I can think of three particular examples where customers define what has become our industry standard uh, and most sought after large format MFPs. So let's go ahead and walk through that. So customers first asked us how easy we thought it was to load a roll of paper at the back of the printer without pulling the printer from the wall. Right. Secondly, customers stated that they loved how fast HP DesignJet printers delivered finished prints. However, they also noted that the faster the printer printed, the faster drawings would land randomly in a catch basket. Finally, customers indicated that the ability to copy, scan, uh, and share would ideally come in a form of an integrated solution. So what our R&D lab did was they were very progressive in their approach as they invited customers to Barcelona and the customers actually helped us mock up a design for the MFP printers that have become the product standard in the market today. Mm-hmm. These printers, of course, as you note, include front loading rolls, a stacker to collect the drawings, as well as an integrated scanner. So in addition to that, what we learned over time was that customers also wanted us to have uh, an intuitive touchscreen interface. So we added a 15-inch touchscreen that allows customers a, 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 a fantastic usability experience. You know, I think it's really cool just the way how we listen to the customers and we basically customize our machines to their common needs. Okay, I have one more question. Have we ever had a special customer request where the development teams were extremely challenged, but they were actually able to make it possible? Oh, most definitely. One of the most challenging issues we faced was a federal customer defined requirement to have printers with removable hard drives. The customer need was that all hard drives were to be removed from all devices and securely stored each and every night. What we offered, unfortunately, was a printer with an internal hard drive mated to a very complex wiring harness. Mm-hmm. So our R&D electrical hardware teams did a fantastic job of reconfiguring the wiring and hard disk drive design to meet the customer requirements. Not only did that happen, but in addition, our manufacturing supply chain and logistics team did backflips to adjust the printer manufacturing schedule to meet very, very tight customer delivery uh, timeframes. It's basically an all hands on deck situation, uh, but a fantastic job by both the lab and the delivery teams. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome. One area that I have not mentioned today is accessibility. We have internal partners that help collect product requirements as related to design for accessibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we're going to chat with one of our inter- internal experts specifically on the design for S- accessibility subject. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Greg, for sharing such great information. That was very helpful. Oh, yeah. So, yes, indeed, we have another expert from HP's Office of Aging and Accessibility, Brian Toski. Brian, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Hello, and thank you for having me. Uh, I'm very excited to be here, and I'm always excited to talk about accessibility and what we're doing at HP to make our products accessible for our customers. Well, welcome. We are very excited to have you with us to discuss all that the aging and accessibility department does for our HP customers. So my first question I would like to ask you is, when building products, does HP include people with disabilities in the usability testing? Yes. uh, A a lot of times we work with individuals with disabilities. And the reason uh, we do this is so that we get more of a well-rounded perspective of what we can do to enhance Uh, our products. Over the years, we've worked with several organizations around the country to give us uh, user testing feedback. 
Most recently, we worked with the Idaho Commission for the Blind and the Lighthouse for the Blind. And again, the reason for this is so that we can ensure that we're providing as much access for all of our customers, whether they, they have a disability or not. That is fantastic. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's so important for, you know, that HP is always consistently listening to feedback from HP customers with real live experiences. So, Brian, do we follow Section 508 market requirements available for design jets? We do. Um, in the United States, it's both kind of a market uh, requirement, I guess, or you could say a, a procurement requirement. And what we end up doing is creating reports. Um, they're called the a voluntary, um, it's more or less a voluntary report that shows our accessibility. Um, and it shows whether, uh, what we support, how we support and, um, where the needs are for additional, uh, accessibility. And the reason for this is so that we can be as transparent as possible with our customers when they're looking to procure a specific product from HP. Great. So what accessibility standards do we follow within the United States and globally? So I would say accessibility standards um, are kind of growing uh, around uh, the world and in the United States. Um, specifically, we follow ISO standards and the WCAG guidelines or standards as they're, as they're referred to. Um, they have a specificity in terms of what we would have to do to ensure accessibility. But as is important is universal design when we're designing products. And the reason why that it's important is because it's not just looking at how we make the product available for someone with a disability, but more so how we're just making the product more accessible for everyone, whether they have a disability or not. Absolutely. Where can um, our customers find additional information? Good question. So on the Office of Aging and Accessibility website, um, we have a, a, basically a repository of these reports that are called ACRs. And if you would go to our site, if you scroll down to the bottom, um, it will ask if you want to request an ACR. There'll be a small table and it will ask you for the kind of product you're looking for or any kind of specific feature. So, for example, if I wanted to look at the design jet Z9 um, and its accessibility, I could request that report and go through that information and it would explain to me what's accessible versus what's not applicable to what isn't considered to be accessible for that particular printer. And, you know, I've actually had to do that before for a customer, um, and it was really easy. I, I liked it, and it was the best way I was able to find the information for them. Wonderful. Well, that's extremely helpful. So, Brian, you used the Z9 as an example. In the Z9, what areas would you highlight as having a good accessibility for this specific printer? Sure. So the report's quite lengthy, but if I would look at some of the areas that, that I would highlight, um, the first one would be the height and reach requirement. So if I were an individual that was in a wheelchair, um, what what would be the require? It would state what the requirement would be, as well as um, how someone in a wheelchair could access using that printer. Um, so that would fall under the accessible side. Um, the second thing that stands out to me in the report is the tactile discernibility. So ensuring that I could turn the printer on and off, that the button height would be high enough that I could ensure that um, I could turn the printer on and off and distinguish um, when it was on or off for that particular user. And then lastly would be the color contrast with the foreground and background of the color on the display. Uh, as well as the, the color vibrance to ensure that when someone's looking at the display panel, that it 
is not creating a problem. Um, and those are some of the really basic things that, that stood out. And of course, in the report, it's much more detailed. Um, and we'll go into more of those. But those are really three good examples of the accessibility for this particular printer. I love that. I love that HP always takes in everything into consideration to make sure everyone has a good experience. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much, Brian, for that information. Eddie, um, let's dive into why HP is the most power efficient machines in the market. How does HP make this possible? And how does the engineering department make designs? Oh, that's a good question too. And it's just part of all of this thought that they put into these machines. Now you wouldn't think about it, but there is a lot going on just to get the Energy Star compliance, but we didn't stop there. We're able to get the gold level Energy Star compliance just by the tech that we put into our printers. When most of our design jets are printing in full power mode, they only burn as many watts as an outdoor light bulb. Our electronics engineers, they pick the most efficient components that are reliable and affordable to keep the machine dependable and affordable. We also use magnetic motors that use very little power with a high output yield, and they are more powerful than they need to be to do the job. But we just didn't stop there. Even our firmware engineers, they've developed the software to efficiently run processes and know when to put certain components in the machine that are not being in use. It both saves wear on the components and the customer's power bill. Okay, so one last question for you, Greg. When our future product teams, when they start to develop the next best thing in wide format printing, what do they usually look for and what do they turn to for inspiration? Thanks, Eddie, for that special question. Um, I think our Future product development teams always turn to our customers for inspiration. You know, one of the most exciting opportunities we have at HP is to meet with our customers to listen and then learn about the workflows they use to run their businesses. Uh, it's then our job to, to take these learnings, document them, um, and integrate new uh, technologies and innovations into our development process. To, mm -hmm. de to deliver on the HP vision to engineer experiences that amaze for our customers. So we look to our customers for the inspiration. That's really cool. You know, so you can see that, you know, every part on this machine is under close scrutiny for many reasons, like safety, ease of use, sustainability, accessibility, affordability, and reliability. I mean, just a lot of abilities, just to name a few. And so many departments have touched and tested the final product before it's out the door. I hope now you can see the great effort we put into our design jets from the time our future project managers add features important to customers to the finished project. And that could take some time and effort to get it right. But the fact that we have returning customers, it really is a testament to just how great our machines are. Greg and Brian, thanks a bunch for hanging out with me and Mindy today and sharing your knowledge and your enthusiasm with us. It truly is a great testament, Eddie. Perfectly said. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Eddie, Brian, Greg, for sharing such great information with us today. It's amazing to see how all of the great technology is created at HP and how every bit of effort and feedback is evaluated and incorporated into HP's future technology to make each customer's experience just better and better. I started in this industry back in 2000, and boy, has the technology come a very long way since then. It just gets better. Oh, yeah. Thank you for our listeners for tuning in to today's podcast. We hope you enjoy learning all that takes place at HP to build you the best large format printers for your needs. 
Please tune in to our next podcast where we will be sharing some very exciting new product information that has just been announced. If you're excited to learn more and can't wait, please check out our virtual booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the HP Wide Format Print Lab with Eddie and Mindy. If you liked this segment and want to know more, please check out the HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Or please reach out to 1-877-215-7428. If you're interested in scheduling a live demo on an amazing DesignJet printer, please reach out to your local reseller or HP rep. Your new HP DesignJet printer awaits. Upgrade today and get up to $1,500 cash back with our HP Cash In and Trade Up promotion.